welcome to Backlist and Chill. I'm Ollie. I'm near New Jersey. I'm Cinna. I am from Ohio. And last time we talked about in season three, LJ Smith, we started the Vampire Diaries series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, how you how you feeling about podcasting for a fourth season there, Cinna? I am excited to get to our next thing. Like, of course, I love L.J. Smith and I will love returning to L.J. Smith. Yeah. But Ollie, there are so many books that I've read that you haven't. And we I know. need to really just tear through that list. We just have to look at your bookshelf and be like, that next. <laughs> it really is. Someday we'll do something that you read that I haven't. But, but for like, now. But that sounds impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everything that I've read that's YA, you've definitely read. <laughs> That's not necessarily true. I no. feel like we got something that I haven't read that you have. I literally can't think of anything. Because if I read it and you didn't read it, it probably was crap and I didn't like it. <laughs> Which, granted, would still be fun to go back and check. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure something out someday. Yes. Someday. someday. But we for shall. now. Yeah. I ha- I'm really excited for this season. Yay. Uh, this is our first. Well, we'll get to it. Not that the title of this doesn't reveal it, but (laughs) I've never read anything by this author where season three, I hadn't read the Vampire Diaries, but I had watched the TV show a whole bunch, apparently. And I read and loved all of Forbidden Game with you. So like, I knew what I was getting into. I know nothing about what I'm getting into. (laughs) So it's very exciting. Yes. Uh, So I guess... Uh, for those of you joining us just for season four, one, go back and listen. We had a lot of good stuff. We had a lot mm-hmm, of fun mm-hmm. with all of our past seasons. I think mm-hmm. if you like us now, you're going to enjoy us then as well. We are. We said lots of funny things. We are hilarious. Look, <laughs> I know. I feel like a piece of shit that I'm like, Senna, we're so funny. <laughs> like, all the time. Like, you'll send me the thing and I'll be listening through it to content worn on the site. And I'm just like, la, 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 la. We're so fucking funny. <laughs> Everyone should listen to us. <laughs> no, but it's good. It's good. I-, I love to laugh with you. I love you make me laugh. And then, like, hearing the stupid fucking shit that comes out of my mouth the second time around. <laughs> I'm like, who is this person? You're, you're stupid. <laughs> And I appreciate that, like, the one person we know is listening, hi Raven, hi Raven, has ever made little memes, because they make Genuinely me- the greatest joy of my life. Oh my god, they make me laugh so much. <laughs> Less. Uh, so yeah, clearly we have a lot of fun. But the point of Backlist and Chill is that um, we're going through authors that we liked when we were younger, which technically... Anything that we read before today is when we were younger, my friend. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Which means I can pull from books that maybe happened more recently. Um, <laughs> but we try to have them be published like 10 or 20 years ago to start. And so far, it's all been young adult. And it's all been stuff that started at least in the 90s. Yeah, this is going to be our most recent author. Yeah. No, so no, you know what? Amelia's stuff started in like, oh no, that was 99, right? Yeah, it was 99. It was the very end of the 90s, but it was the 90s. Yeah, so this is the most recent, recent in finger quotes series we're going to read. Yes. So that's so exciting. So we, we read them, and then we come back together to talk about what's good, what holds up. We make fun of all the wacky stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what we do is we take the author's backlist, we start at the beginning 
uh, not mid-grade if they did mid-grade or adult, but they're they're young adult because you and I, this mm-hmm. is what we like to chat about. Mm-hmm. And we see how they've evolved and like developed as a writer. If it's a longer series like Vampire Diaries, we'll see how like the characters in the world develop and stuff over mm-hmm. the course of their career. So far, we're just doing like here's a small chunk, and we're same thing this time. Some series are too long. I think this is gonna be the first one where we actually break up the series. Yeah. Itself. But listen, it's just too long. It's so long. There's so many. It's too many books. We'll get to how many, but I'm just looking at the list and it takes up my whole screen. <laughs> and you don't want that many episodes of this in a row. You do not. You gotta no. break it up. You gotta break it up. So tell me, who is our fourth author? Our fourth author is going to be, I'm not going to do a drum roll because it would sound terrible. It's going to be Kate Tiernan. Woohoo! Yeah! I'm very excited. I mean, I know these are all like my favorite authors, blah, 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 blah. But Kate Tiernan is extremely formative. Not as much as L.J. Smith, mm-hmm. but pretty formative. So I'm very excited for you to read these. Yes. And like, uh, I have obviously seen Kate Tiernan's stuff around like you can't mm-hmm. you, you couldn't bump around in YA for about 15 years it seems like mm-hmm. um actually almost exactly 15 years without seeing Kate Tiernan's work out there yes she did several series but the one that we're starting with the sweep series was huge like mm-hmm. I'm surprised mm-hmm. that this never got made into anything tv series wise or, or movie wise I'm not surprised because I feel like the media, multimedia boom of YA was about 10 years later. Okay. But I think if they were mining for nostalgic YA properties now, like this might be a good candidate. Well, except for the fact that they did it with Vampire Diaries and that started in 1990 something, right? Yeah, but those started getting, like they continued the series and shit, Uh, so. That's true. This was only over the course of about three years. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's so many of them. <laughs> yeah, a lot of books. A lot of books. It was it was kind of its own like TV show more than any other series we've really looked at because those have like kind of a finite trilogy format or yeah. you know, they're interconnected stories set in a similar world. Whereas this is like one character over the course of a couple of years and it definitely feels like a TV series. Nice. I think. So does it have a kind of like episodicness to it with an overarching plot? Yes. I it's been a long time since I read a lot of these, but from what I remember, it it is very like just this girl finding stuff out about herself and that ties into a bigger thing she finds out about herself and that turns into a bigger <laughs> thing. I like that. I I've often wondered why more things don't do that kind of television thing cuz like you watch like a Buffy or something like that and I look at it and go, these could have been books, you know, just yeah. little episodic books. Mm-hmm. Here's a season, boom, that's the series 1, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, let's talk a little bit about Kate Tiernan, which is uh, her her young adult pseudonym. Her yes. real name, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, is Gabrielle Charbonnet. That would be my guess. Okay, I think so. I think it's a very pretty name. It and, is a pretty uh, name. I know when you and I were just chatting slightly before this, I was like, man, I would totally use that name. It's a great name. Why would you not? And you were like, oh, well, publishing under adult stuff at the time. So it's like, okay, fine. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Gabriella Charbonnet is her middle grade writer. Oh name. really? Yes. So not adult. She started with mid grade. No, I don't think she has any adult books. To be honest. All right. So Kate Tiernan 
born Gabrielle Charbonnet. She was born in New Orleans, Louisiana. And unlike our previous author, who we were like, how the fuck old are you? Are you just some elder chore? Uh, we know <laughs> that Kate Tiernan was born on July 24th, 1961. Right? There's no debate about this. On the Zero internet. debate. <laughs> <laughs> and she went to school in New York, uh, studied writing and Russian language and literature, which is pretty cool, and then graduated from Loyola University in New Orleans with a degree in Russian, which... That's fucking cool. Uh, Mm -hmm. Do you remember if, like, anything about Russian anything comes up in her books? Or is this just, like, something neat about the author? Nope, I don't remember. And, oh, you know what? Uh, Her third series, I think those characters are Russian. Cool. But this one is very Celtic, and I think the Balefire series is very New Orleans uh, magic. So I don't think it comes up until the Immortal Beloved series. Well, that could be problematic. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. We'll see. Mm, mm, fun. In her mid-20s, uh, she moved back up to New York and started working at Random House. Got to be an assistant there. So we're seeing the formative ways of this because uh, she worked with children's books, editors, things like that. And (laughs) here's a pull quote directly. I learned so much and decided I could write a children's book too. So I locked the door of my office. Somehow I had an actual office, which was unusual. Every day for an hour at lunch for 10 days and I wrote a book and I sold it. (laughs) My God. And it got published. My first book was published by Henry Colton Co. in 1990. It's fucking wild. Wild. Ten days for an hour question mark. Oh, hey, right. here I have a book. Here, I'm going to write for eight to ten hours. <laughs> have a book. Oh, it's published. Yep. The publishing industry of the late 80s. <laughs> well, I mean, it probably helps if you're already an editor. You already have those contacts. You're just like, hey, I wrote a thing here. Yep. Yep, where you're like, I am working here. I know what people want. Like, there's a lot of uh, industry insider stuff going on there that is just like good for you. Yep. <laughs> Take your job and turn it into a book. Um, I do want to say because a lot of this information I pulled from two websites. Yes. So if we go through them and it sounds like we are reading, uh, and it that sounds familiar, is because I pulled this directly from the very old Fire Fairy site, which was basically the only Kate, like it was before she even had a personal website, where it just has so much information. Like the person who ran the website did interviews with her. This is basically like how anybody knew anything about how Kate Tiernan felt about Sweet. Nice. So, yeah, we can link them. Yes, we, we will definitely link. Uh, you can't get to it anymore. You have to use the Wayback Machine, but we'll link that. <laughs> Wayback Machine gets a lot of love when we're researching authors. Oh, yes. I, I love going back to these sites that I fucking hung around on as a kid and being like, oh, shit, I remember this. Um, but we also used her personal website, which is no longer. Um, it's 403 erroring me now. Oof. So we had to use the Wayback Machine to look at that, too. But this information is coming directly from uh, those two sites. So crediting sources, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, that was the first of many, many books. She has written at least 75 under her own name, her pen name. She ghost wrote. 
So under her own name, she wrote for a bunch of tie-in shit. So she wrote like a bunch of uh, Disney middle grade series, American Gold Gymnastics, some other stuff. Mm -hmm. But those are under the Gabrielle Charbonnet name. And then she apparently also wrote as a ghost writer. Which was a lot of editors back then did that. I mean, this was also back when they were there were a lot of like long series kind of stuff like attached to licenses. No one's gonna and write shit. seventy individual books over five years, right? So I, I guess there was a lot of room for that. But like under their people's pseudonym, she did shit like the Babysitters Club, Little Sister books. Yeah, saw that. Uh, she did books in the Fearless series, which is wildly exciting for me because I mm. love those books too. Uh, I saw you'd grab that she worked with James Patterson on a couple books. So those are actually two of the more recent books that came out. Those were like in Walmart big books. Oh my books, gosh. Um, that to my understanding were kind of mostly her writing. That's what I hear mostly with the James Patterson. The They seem to be switching over to presented by James Patterson. She actually wrote a couple blog posts about their interaction. I think the idea was that he he was kind of the idea man. Like, hey, here's an idea for a book. Write this. And she was like, okay, do you like this thing I wrote? And he's like, change this, 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 and this. And she'll be like, okay. So it was kind of that sort of situation. That's so, it's fascinating. The two books that she wrote with him were in Walmart, were probably there to this day. Like, they were (laughs) huge. Yeah. One's uh, Sunday at Tiffany's and Witch and Wizard. I haven't heard of either of these, but that's because I usually glance at the Walmart section and go, yeah, I've probably heard of you. Apparently I'm wrong. Yeah, but she said uh, that it was like the first time her name had ever been on like the bestseller list, which was kind of sweet. Oh, yeah, because her her sweep series is under her pseudonym. Mm Mm-hmm. Aw, that's real nice. So, yeah. She's written a lot of shit, and uh, it's super interesting to find out that, like, this person who was I only knew as the author of Sweep for so long is like, no, actually, I had a very, like, fucking prolific <laughs> career under another name, doing a whole bunch of shit. Yep, we're like, wow. So, how old were you when you read the Sweep books? Like, did you read them when they first came out in 2001 yes. through 3? Okay. I was reading them as they came out, so. Oh, nice. Math. Mm. Two thousand. I was born in eighty eight. Ollie, help me. Help me. Subtract math. twenty. Add one. Minus twenty from me now yep. is ten. Mm-hmm. So you were plus, like eleven. Well, I was like. Does 12. that make sense? Twelve. Okay. Yep. So you were a tween. Yes, I was the correct demographic. <laughs> <laughs> and I assume you really liked them. I mean, like you said, the L.J. Smith ones were formative, but these ones were also formative. Yeah, because these were books that were coming out for me when i was that age and they felt more modern because lj's were all you know 90s 90s teens who were older than me doing like 90s teen stuff plus i feel like sweep is a little more grounded like it's not about a secret world underneath the world that you know it's it's all like very rooted in finger quotes wicca but with magic that is (laughs) real you know so so wicca but what if it was real yeah basically okay I, I will also let you, I know nothing. I'm going into this <laughs> completely unawares, except that I know it involves, like, witches and magic. That's all yeah. I know about the series. So I'll be 37 years old when I first read these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for it. Oh, and one one little random note that's very exciting uh, that I forgot to mention. We were discussing what books Kate Tiernan had written. She helped edit uh, one of the Secret Circle books. By Elsie yes. Smith? That's exciting. 
It is. It was cool. It came up in one of the interviews on Fire Fairy that she doesn't remember which one. Oh. But she did help edit one of the Secret Circle books. Which is L.J. Smith's Witch Books. That's like, oh, look at those two. They're touching. <laughs> I know, right? My favorite <laughs> authors. They work together, kind of. <laughs> sort of. Maybe. Maybe. Ah, uh, would you like to tell us what the books are in the Sweep series that we'll be reading? Okay. So, uh, as we said earlier, this is the first time we're breaking up a full series that was not already broken up by time. So, we're going to read the first four books in the Sweep series. 15 book series. Yes, there are 15 books in that series. We're going to be reading Book of Shadows, The Coven, Blood Witch, and Dark Magic. So, we're reading the first four? Yes. Okay. Um, mostly because that is how they are bound up in the bound up editions. Are they? I have, so you gave me the third one in the Sweep series, and I have book seven, eight, nine in that. Oh no, I think you're right. So volume one is just the first three. Okay. Did you want to do the fourth one? Do you think, do you remember anything about where that ended? Honestly, I looked and it seemed like a decent place, but I don't know that it would be any more decent than... (laughs) Than anywhere else. Yeah. Well, we can read the three, Book of Shadows, Coven, and Blood Witch, and see where we're at. Okay, then that, maybe it's a better idea to just do them in chunks of threes. Okay. And all of those were written in 2000, or published in 2001. Now... I'm going to read the titles of all the other ones, and I will let you know when we hit 2002. So we've got Dark Magic, Awakening, Spellbound, The Calling, Changeling. Those are 2001. That's a lot of fucking books Mm -hmm. (laughs) to come out in one year. All right. Still more. We're in 2002. Strife, Seeker, Origins, Eclipse. Reckoning, Full Circle. There's one more, but all of those are 2002. Again, that's a lot of fucking books. And then the final book in 2003 is Night's Child. These were all published by Putnam Penguin. So a note about that is that Full Circle is the last book in the Sweep series. Mm. And then Night's Child is like the super special next generation that came out after the series was over. Oh, cool. All right. So most of the series is 2001, 2002. Yep. Okay. Uh, Something that I saw here in your gathered research was how, uh, like the Vampire Diaries, it seems like Sweep was another one of those packaged books. So that this was not her idea originally that she was approached for it, which Mm -hmm. again, as we've mentioned other times, that's totally cool. Like, Mm -hmm. A lot of times a publisher will come up with an idea and be like, let's do this. Let's find the author for it. And you, you're going to do it. And they go, yay, let's make money. Especially so. back then with Alloy and all those those yep. people who are like, the big ones. we're going to write a book a month. Here you go. Here's an idea. You do Get it Get ready for Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what I think is really interesting is that apparently Anne Brashears, who wrote the fucking Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants books, yeah. was the one to come up with the idea, like, teenage girl discovers she's a witch and then was like, hey, Kate Tiernan, do you want to write this? <laughs> you want to do this? Because, uh, not me. <laughs> yeah, that's not my thing. But hey, if somebody wrote a teenage girl witch book, that should be cool. I sure would edit it. I hope um, she edited it. I don't know if she did. <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, I think she actually had a different editor that's mentioned on that Fire Fairy site. That's so, that's like, 
wow, the publishing industry is very fascinating to me. It's like, hello, I'm an I'm an author and I've come up with this idea. Here you go, sell it to somebody. Yeah. Get somebody else to do it. That's it. That's all the involvement I want. Make it happen. I want to yeah. read it. Yeah, that's it. It's just, I'm an editor. I know what might be a good selling book series. Here you go. But yeah, it's really interesting because like, it was Kate Tiernan, the packaging company, and then the publishers. Yep. Um. So they all three had to like work together on approving the outline, approving the drafts. Like, yeah. it's very interesting to see so many fingers in one pie. And I mean, you enjoyed it. So clearly they didn't fuck it up. Yeah. No, I mean... Who knows what signs we'll see now, but when I was a kid, I was just like, one author writing this whole thing? Yep, sounds legit. (laughs) A book every month, But it does sound like she did write all of it. She's just going by and outlining stuff. Um, Plus, the book themselves are very short, so I'm sure, like, L.J. Smith, she just wrote a whole bunch at a time and then was like, here you go, released a quarter of this a month. Yeah. I'm looking at the size of the the third binding, books 8, 9, 10, and Mm -hmm. it is... Bigger than the two books in the um, the Secret Circle ones that I have mm-hmm. here, but it doesn't look like three times. Like it doesn't look like it would be three L.J. Smith books. So no, like they are definitely smaller. Yes, but that's good. That means they'll be nice, fast reads. One thing we should note: the series is called Sweep in America, but I think literally everywhere else it's just called Wicca. Yeah. So if Sweep is not familiar to you, but Kate Tiernan is, yes, we're talking about the Wicca series. Everybody probably already knows this, but for our international listeners, that is the title. Yes. So then uh, Kate Tiernan also wrote a couple other series in YA that we may ever read. One was written in 2000, or published in 2005, 2007 with Penguin Razor Bill, and that was the Balefire series. In 2005, there was A Chalice of Wind, A Circle of Ashes, A Feather of Stone, and then 2006, the final one, A Necklace of Water. So after that, there is more of a break. Twilight comes out. YA changes a little bit. Yeah. People don't realize the way that it fucking changed. Like, if you were not there before it, the change wasn't as harshly felt. I mean, you can see it in the way that Tiernan series change, right? Because you in the 2000s, you have Sweep, which is 15 books, was only canceled because of low sales. Like, they, mm-hmm. they would have kept fucking writing them if they kept selling good. Yeah. Um, but you have these books that are like 15 to 20 to 30 books that just come out just every month. Going. Yeah, every month, kids, go go down to the fucking, what, Hallmark store and get it. <laughs> I showed you a picture of one of mine where the little tag mm. in the corner says, used to be four ninety nine is now three thirty three. It's like you could get a fucking book for a fiber. A whole book. But, like, where it was very much about, like, monthly releases, about serialized stuff, and then, like, Twilight comes out, and now everything is 500 pages long. You gotta pay $20. <laughs> yeah, they cost $20. They're all hardcovers. They're all trilogies. Mm. But, um, so yeah, so after having those long-running series, she comes back with uh, Immortal Beloved. Like, that title just sounds like something from that time period. It is, and it was in the subgenre of Immortal But Not Vampire, so like the Eternal Ones, you know, that sort of thing. That series was Immortal Beloved, published in September 2010, Darkness Falls, published in January 2011, and then finally Eternally Yours in 2012. Big difference, like you said, mm-hmm. to go from bam, bam, every single month, something coming out to once a year. 
Yep. And then the last series is called Birthright. It looks like it's a trilogy, but I'm going to have to ask you for some some information on this. So we've got Darkest Fear in January 2014. So that's a two-year gap for her on her YA stuff. Mm-hmm. Whatever else she's doing in mid-grade, we don't know. Uh, then Darkest Night in July 2016. The publishing, it's noted, you noticed it was delayed. And then Dark Heart, has that even come out? No. Neither Darkest Night nor Dark Heart have come out. Oh, okay. So it was set to come out in 2016. Yeah. So uh, some information on Birthright. Starting with the less depressing side, at some point, Kate Tiernan, and I think this was like in the early thousands era kate tiernan was tapped to be the one to write the nine lives of chloe king Ooh, which i have heard of yes exactly you've heard of it because it was a show on fucking abc family for a little Mm -hmm. while it's like a a cat shapeshifter kind of deal (laughs) hence the nine lives yes she was uh selected to do that but she couldn't get like the draft done and it just kind of fell apart it was in limbo for a few years and then they chose somebody else to write it and then it became the tv show and you know the the book that you see in stores now but birthright is also about a cat shapeshifter girl so my my assumption here is that birthright is sort of her version of her pitch for the nine lives of chloe king okay so sad part Kay Tiernan kind of experienced an L.J. Smith-esque hiatus. Yeah. So after January 14, my my understanding is she sort of dropped off her social media. And in a Facebook post on July 7th, 2016, she wrote kind of an explanation for what had happened. Um, You can go read it yourself. It's Kay Tiernan's Facebook. It's like the first thing on there because she doesn't seem to use Facebook a whole lot either. But it's basically just like, a lot of stuff happened to her. I think she says that her, her mom died. Yeah, I saw something like her favorite dog. Yeah, and like just a whole bunch of stuff happened at the same time. And she wasn't able to turn in the draft to Simon and & Schuster. And she kept delaying and they kept working with her. Mm. But now, it, or at least at that point in 2016, it was kind of at the point where she doesn't really know what was going to happen with that second book. Oh, that's so frustrating. Like, for her. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you kind of want to be like, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So in that Facebook post, she says, she's not there saying, hey, guys, the book is done. I'm back. I'm bouncing back. I'm, I'm in yeah. it, baby. It's more like she's doing her best, but no promises. So from 2014 until now, that's that's it. There's been nothing else from Kate Tiernan or Gabriella Charbonnet to my... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So this this really threw her off. She'd mm-hmm. been writing since at least 89 and then yep. all of the things. Like that is... As someone who's gone through a bunch of shit, to have those moments where you just look at it and go, mm, yeah, all right. And then I stopped. <laughs> yep. Good news, uh, different from LJ Smith, she is still on Twitter. Yeah, like we still know she's 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 around. <laughs> yeah, she's around. She I I did a little bit of light googling. <laughs> she doesn't really talk about writing a whole lot. I've I've seen her mention it a couple of times in the past couple of years, but there aren't like any "Hey guys, working on my next book" tweets. Yeah. From what I can tell on Twitter, she's sort of moved back from that and more in the like "Hey guys." 
I really love all these YA books. You should read them. Oh, using her power for good. Yes, I really love it because like if you if you look at her like tweets and replies, it's all like replies to other authors being like, you know, this is great or, you know, keep going kind of thing. It's very like cheerleadery and I love it. That's really good. Like I'm, I'm glad that because so, so learning about her from this where it's like you start out as like an assistant and an editor and then you do some some books and it's like now you're still involved in the industry and you didn't have to go hide and and be upset that you're not writing. Right. That's good. I'm glad that she's still around. She sounds like a she sounds like a nice lady. Yeah. My favorite thing is that her top tweet, I think it might be her pinned tweet mm-hmm. is her um promoting Nina Varela's Crier's War book, which is something that I've been dying to read for like a million years because it's gorgeous and it's about women loving women. So apparently Nina Varela is her friend. So like every oh. other tweet is like a retweet of something Crier's War related <laughs> and I love it. I'm really I'm really glad for that. Like it seems like this could have been another LJ Smith situation of and then she dropped off the face of the planet and nobody knows. Right. But it's not. <laughs> no, I also love that, like, um, we were talking about with Annette Curtis Klaus, we were like, mm, she doesn't have a Twitter, but if she did, would it be problematic? <laughs> her her fourth book, if fucking Annette Curtis Klaus had a Twitter, I would be like, block. <laughs> right? So I'm very glad that she does not seem to be, like, a turf. Like, right? she just seems to be, like, a nice lady, so nice yay. Nice lady promoting her friends' books. Thank you, Kate Tiernan. <laughs> We can stand you as a person. <laughs> uh, so what are you most excited for about uh, rereading it and for me to be reading it? Um, I'm just sort of excited to get back into something that I remember the broad strokes of, but not like the writing style or the details. This is kind of a newer experience for me than probably anything else that we've done. Nice. So yeah, I'm excited to kind of get my fucking memory filled in and see like, <laughs> are they as cool as I remember them being? Are there are there shitty things that I don't remember? And I'm excited for you. Yeah. Because this is the like protagonist and the way that things go is so different from the kind of movie teenagers that we've been reading about. Whereas like with Sweep... You actually deal with kids who fucking, like, drink and have sex and are gay, so... Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, so it's a little bit a little bit more of a realistic portrayal of teenagers while still being, you know, early <laughs> aughts YA. Fiction. Yeah. Is there... So, uh, do you remember if there's anything in it in particular that you're like, uh, but I'm not looking forward to that? Honestly, no. No, okay. it's... I Like, I'm kind of hoping that this will kind of turn out to be, like, way better than I remember. Awesome, awesome. So, yeah, uh, as mentioned, yeah, we're not doing the full backlist for Kate Tiernan here. Once we are done with the first three, we'll see how we feel about that. And if we want to come back to her later on, hopefully we will, because it sounds like there's some good stuff. Mm-hmm. And we will announce another author for season five privately to our patrons on that tier. So... This came out a little bit beforehand just for them. And we shall put out a new podcast at a steady but not scheduled pace. (laughs) Welcome to the fourth season of Backlist and Chill. And thank you all for joining us. Yes. You can find me on Twitter at Olivia Hennis, H-E-N-N-I-S. 
S, and you can find uh, the podcast on there under Backlist Podcast. Yep, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Endless underscore Run, um, and you can find us at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Backlist and Shell, where you can get the episodes way early. Yes, because I tend to just be like, I don't know, we'll put it out in a week after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you post it and you're like, I'll add it to the fucking Podbean thing in the next week. And then yeah. you forget about it for two weeks. And, and then suddenly there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Thanks for joining us. I'm looking forward to season four with Kate Tiernan and the Yay. Sweep series. Me too. Clap, 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 clap. Yay. All right. Thanks. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.